Welcome, welcome to the Weekend Sports Buds here on 1450 WXVW. I'm Kelly Patrick, alongside my man Steve Driver, coming at you after a one-week hiatus. Not only for our show, but also an off week for the hottest ticket in town, Steve. Louisville football didn't have a game this weekend. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Before the show, I was saying we're fortunate... Struggling through some of the dog days of summer, at times, we have almost a shortage of material to discuss that is intriguing on a local level. That's not this time of the year. What do we have today to talk about? College football playoff talk, as we saw Houston lose yesterday. We got a full slate of NFL games with a hundred different intriguing storylines. Major League Baseball, postseason play, which I am very engaged in right now. And there's probably some other stories I'm not even getting to. So plenty to talk about this morning. I want to encourage our listeners to give us a call on the Oxmoor Chrysler. Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line is 502-384-1450. We're going to get to all the topics this morning. And if you have any input and you want to uh, hear our, our takes on anything in particular, please let us know. Steve, what is at the top of your mind this morning in the sports world? Man, there's there's so much. Um, I've been I've been just a bum on the couch, man, watching baseball. I've probably watched five or six games. And for our listeners who are not necessarily big baseball fans, which Admittedly, it's probably a large contingency yeah. of, our, of our viewers or listenership. That's not you this year. You and I went to one Reds versus Indians game yep. in Cincinnati. Obviously, we watched that whole game. But before the show, I mean, we were saying, how many regular season games did you watch on television this year? Not many. I I know ESPN does, you know, some Sunday night baseball. I'd probably catch... Um, a couple innings of a game a, a night, but I would never watch beginning to end. And um, these playoffs are are different. I've watched, you know, first inning until it's over, and it's just a lot more exciting. I, But I, I don't know if I'd watch as much if my Indians weren't in it, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. I mean, I'd probably watch Cubs-Giants. You know, um, there's a lot of excitement there. Just to kick things off this year, so kind of backtrack a little bit. The intro for me, what got me hooked on 2016 postseason baseball was on Wednesday night when I was fortunate to just my schedule worked out and I was able to sit down and watch pretty much the entire Mets-Giants one-game play-in game. Yeah. And it was Noah Syndergaard who's just a hulk of a, a giant yeah. man, just almost... I think David Wright, the third baseman, was quoted a couple years ago saying, if you created someone on a video game, it would look and play like Noah Syndergaard. He can throw the ball 100 miles an hour. He's like a tight end Yeah, pitching. he's physically just very impa- you know, imposing. Yeah. But, unfortunately for him, he was matched up against one Madison Baumgartner in a one-game playoff. So we have a 162-game regular season, and for the Giants and the Mets, this came down to one game. Yep. Who do you got? 
That's tough. It was in it? New, it was in New York, so it was a, you know in the Big Apple. It was a, a big game in Madison Bumgarner, as we've all become accustomed to. Showed up in the postseason on the road with a complete game shutout. His career road record, his career road ERA in the postseason is about .50. So less than one run per nine innings. This guy's historically maybe the best postseason pitcher ever. So I was hooked. What other storylines? Obviously, you're an Indians fan. Indians, I know you're, you're, you're using kid gloves with it, but it's a five-game series. The Indians are currently up on the Red Sox two to nothing. Yeah, and I'm really surprised. The the Red Sox lineup from top to bottom, they just have talent. Yes, they're amazing. Young talent, old talent. Mookie but bats. they haven't been I mean, they're not heating up. No. The bats aren't heating up. But you know when they go home, Fenway's gonna be one of the toughest places to play. I'm not sure. The Indians can steal one there. They might be coming home for Game Five, but um, you're you're jumping you're jumping two games ahead. I, I I don't. They could win today. Yeah, they they could. They Clay could. Clay Buckholes is not have. He's the starter. No, for the Red Sox uh, today, he's not having the best of seasons. You you pointed out last year. I think he was sent down to the minors. Yeah, I think this summer he went. Okay, so this year, down, yeah. yeah, this year he went down. Maybe to the minors. had a couple injuries, but. He's matched up with Josh Tomlin for the Indians, who's a solid pitcher. Yeah, you just have to imagine that the, the Boston, their bats are going to get going at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Tomlin's 13-9 and this year with a 4.4 ERA. For those of you non-baseball followers, 4.4 ERA and a 13-9 record is pretty good. Not that, You know, it's not that bad. No, but you will have a job in the majors with, that, oh, yeah. with those type of numbers. 118 strikeouts, so a solid... Solid pitcher, solid season, and today at 4 o'clock on TBS, the Cleveland Indians against the Boston Red Sox, opportunity for, imagine the hype if the Indians win today. At what point does the, this is Cleveland's year, talk really escalate? I think uh, Cleveland fans right now are just playing with house money. Mm -hmm. I mean, since the Cavs won. You gotta understand the Indians lost two two aces, Salazar and Carrasco, pit, pitchers. In a, a, their best offensive right before, player yeah. too, Brantley. Yeah, right before the playoffs start. So any other year, if this was just another year the Cavs didn't win a championship, it would be oh my gosh. Here it goes again. Just doom. Something always bad happens to a Cleveland team. But you know, since the Cavs won it. I think the fans are just like, you know, if we win, we win. That's going to be great. But if we lose, we understand. We have tons of injuries. I'm calling it now, uh, not to switch topics on us, but 4 o'clock today, the Indians defeat the Red Sox. Wow. All right. Stick with me in the Cleveland versus New England Boston theme. And then at 1 o'clock, the Browns. Are you calling the Browns? Browns defeat the Patriots wow. in Tom Brady's first game off suspension. He could be rusty. I, I don't know why, man. I, you just have a feeling? Sometimes that happens. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, chances are I'm going to sound silly afterward. Yeah, well, I, I Statistically, t- I'm, it's the biggest line this week. 
But I texted you last night and said, give me Arkansas on the points. You did. And then immediately <laughs> Alabama ran away with it. But you were not alone. I, I talked to a couple other people last night who took Arkansas on the points. Yeah. 17 points is a lot. Yeah. What people don't realize, though, is Alabama, and I know, once again, we're jumping all over the place. That's what we but do, That's though. what we do. We're the weekend sports buzz. Alabama has NFL defensive linemen <sighs> behind NFL defensive linemen. And linebackers... NFL talent behind NFL talent. They are on a different level. They are so big and so fast. Arkansas is not a bad team. No. I don't. I, I <laughs> Vegas knows what they're doing, so I'm 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 foolish. I think it's thirteen and a half line uh, is the line today um, between the Browns and the the Patriots. So the Patriots aren't aren't going to lose to the Browns. But for some reason, I do have a gut feeling. It seems that in the regular season. Over the years, the Jets beat them when the Jets suck, or some, you know, something yeah. like that happens. Yeah. And I, I don't know why, um, but, but something about that game kind of intrigues me today, at the very least. Louisville had an off week, but there were implications that impact our Louisville Cardinals. You like how I call them our Louisville Cardinals? Steve? That's fine. Uh, I'm fine with that. Of all the news yesterday, Florida State muscled out and by the skin of their teeth came through yep. over Miami, rivalry game. Houston lost. What event from yesterday impacts this Louisville program the most? Well, it's obviously Houston at Navy. Okay. Uh, Navy pulls out a squeaker there. I think it was uh, 46-40. But um, you wanted the Houston-Louisville matchup. You, you needed Houston to be undefeated. Now, Louisville really can't control what other teams do, so they just have to worry about handling their own business. But it did hurt their chances a little bit. And then you saw Clemson win. Clemson's tough. Okay, so so as far as Louisville's impact, um, it's not good that Houston lost at all. No, but if they still win out in their only only loss of the season is on the road at Death Valley to Clemson, it, you we were discussing earlier the fact that they lost to Clemson was huge for many different reasons. They're the same conference, but also the same division. So they're Unless Clemson now loses two games, Louisville's not playing in the ACC turn, uh, championship game. Yeah. So that really does hurt Louisville's chances. And There's only four teams that go to this playoff. Yeah. But before Louisville played Clemson, I know I was a little bullish on, on Louisville. But you, you know, took, took, a little, took a little heat for that. Yeah. But after watching that performance, I think that they're one of the best five teams in college football. Um, Who are the best five teams in college football? Alabama. Alabama. Uh, I think Cle- State. Clemson, Ohio State is 2-3, three, 3-2. Three, you could switch that back and forth. Okay. And then four, Louisville, Michigan, Texas A&M are all right there. I, I don't know how I'd rank it exactly. Rankings come out today, right? Obviously, Houston's dropping. Am, am, am I missing somebody there? No, Michigan, Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, Houston's there. Washington is getting a lot of love right yeah. now. Yeah, pump, pump the brakes on that one for me. But you got to throw Texas A&M in there too, right? Oh, yeah. 
They're they, undefeated. They came, came through with beating Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee's no cupcake. That was, that was a great, great game to watch. Yeah, I, I, I think Texas A and M. You know, that, that's a that's a, a a solid pick. Yeah, they have Michigan, Washington, Houston, four, five, and six. That was before this weekend's games. So you know, Houston losing, Washington would probably stay put, but they'll lose before the season's over. Next Saturday, I'm sorry, not next Saturday, but the next game for Texas A&M is October 22nd at Alabama. So do they have a week off to prepare? Yep. Nice. Well, right? Yeah, they do. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think Louisville's best chance is just have the Big 12 beat up on each other. They don't have a Big 12 championship game. I don't think they'll get one in the playoffs. I think the Pac-12 is weak enough to where they won't get a, a team in the playoffs. Um, they do have a championship game, though. So then you have Big Ten, ACC, SEC. You get four teams out of there. I think Louisville could be one of them. How great is Alabama? Yeah, they're a clear-cut number one team. This upcoming Saturday, October 15th, they go to Knoxville. So at Tennessee, and then they get to play, they go home, and they, they play against Texas A&M. I mean. Do you think they go 2-0? I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't care who you are. Bielema and Arkansas. I mean, hell, Steve Driver took the, wanted to take the points last night. It was intrigued by the 17-point line. And then they came through with a forty-nine to thirty. I was, you weren't that far off, <laughs> right? Yeah, you weren't nineteen. Vegas knows what they're doing. I don't know if they're impact. I don't know if they, if they have the games fixed or what. But a lot of times you look back and you're like, "Wow, they set the line at seventeen and look, they were exactly I, right. <laughs> they were exactly." All seven games, they were exactly right. So at Tennessee, and then Texas A&M, then at LSU is Alabama's. Alabama's uh, next few games. Oxmoor Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, and Ram buzz line is 502-384-1450. Give us a call. Get in on the action this morning. Obviously, we can start jumping into some of the NFL storylines. What games intrigue you today, Steve? Well, obviously, I want to see how uh, Brady does coming back. I don't know if he's going to be rusty or if he's just going to go off on a rampage and light every team up. You think Brady cares that people have been saying he's replaceable? No, because I think it kind of he's been off. He's been off four games. The first two, you were kind of like, man, anybody could do this job. And then the last two was. Not so much. Yeah. So that's one o'clock. Patriots are three and one. The the line went down. It's now ten and a half. Oh, they know something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it, they just heard you. They gotta go to the dog pound though. Yeah. <laughs> Is that scary? Look, Cleveland has been competitive in every you, game. You this followed year. their games. They actually have their own yeah. four. They missed a field goal to win a game. Terrell Pryor had a taunting penalty to lose another game. Terrell Pryor, Pryor, who is revolutionizing the whole entire sport, right? Yeah. Playing safety. 
wide receiver. What did he play quarterback? Yeah, he's doing everything. So so they've had a bunch of close calls. Who's their quarterback? Cody Kessler. I'll have to ask that again next week because I won't remember his name again. Yeah, I mean Carson Wentz. They passed on him. He's he's going off, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. A lot of that is coming into a good situation too. No oh, shade. No absolutely, shade. No absolutely. shade for Wentz. No shade at all. Right? He could be in Cleveland right now, zero and four, hurt on the bench. You know. I'm a Louisville fan. Had Tim Couch went into a better situation. Right? Yeah, absolutely. He could have possibly, behind a good offensive line. I mean, all you, I'm not trying to oversimplify it, say it's easy. But when you get to come in, remember Ben Roethlisberger came in and is competing with Tommy Maddox. But they had a good offensive line and probably one of the very elite defenses in the NFL yep. in Pittsburgh. And he, had to, he got to hand the ball <laughs> off to Jerome Bettis and fast Willie Parker. Oh, yeah. And when you can do that, and Wentz is doing similar stuff, and so is Dak Prescott. Don't throw an interception. Great offensive line. Even Trevor Simeon. I mean, imagine yeah. if he got his start for the Browns. Yeah. He how didn't... different he'd look. You know, but he steps into the champs. You know, Broncos offense with all those weapons and great defense. It's all about the situation. Speaking of uh, situations, what kind of situation is Andrew Luck in right now? Yallies. He's seen better days, right? The Colts are one and three. Um, did you see this? Um, their GM, Ryan Grigson, no, said, uh, "Well, it's hard to build a defense when you pay your quarterback that much money." Did he? Yeah, you can't do that, <laughs> right? That's been their formula for years. Peyton Manning always got paid a lot, so they had to uh, they had to get get crafty on the defensive side of the ball, and they got track stars to play defensive line. They said, we don't care about 300-pounders. We're going to get 260-pound tackles, defensive tackles. And so they, 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 they adjusted to a certain style. I'm not saying – now, I don't disagree with him. Do you? No, but he's trying to place the blame Yeah, that's not somewhere cool. Else, You're in the middle you know? of the season, you can't come out and say that. He's somebody's going to so get fired. Picks. Yeah, somebody's going to get fired. Yeah, Pagano should be fired. You know, you're wasting Luck's prime right now. And I get that they can't build. How elite is Luck? Where do you put him? Still, but they're missing Number on, 12 on overall? some free agent. They got Andre Johnson. You know, you, you can't. The GM has blown it for him, in my opinion. Anytime you blow your load on um, positional players, yep. it doesn't work out. If you're going to go out and spend money in free agency, you got to do it on a, a, a defensive end. You know, or a, a tackle or a go- offensive goal. You know, something like that. You yeah. need somebody who's, or maybe a corner. But I was reading this article and it was like, uh, they have no players from the 2013 draft still on their team. Really? Or I forget what year it was, but. Specific. Just so, huge misses. The consistent thing among the successful teams in the NFL is continuity and building through the draft. Maybe adding in a few supplemental players in here and there, right? Yeah, but at some point, all right, the Colts, you start three seasons straight, you start 0-2. You're 1-3 now. Do you still believe in that continuity with Pagano? No, no, no. I'm not necessarily saying coaching continuity. What I'm, I, was, I was making a point to the testament of whoever wrote that article pointing out that the certain draft, they didn't have any of those guys. Continuity is not just for coaches. I'm saying continuity is drafting and developing talent. Yep. 
making a, a conservative decision and letting him go, a la the Patriots, Vince Wilfork, Richard Seymour, uh, any cornerback that they or quarterback even, right? Yeah. Aren't they saying that the the Patriots are gonna? Um, I don't know. I was reading something where they're gonna maybe let Brady go. No. It's at Dude, some point. I saw yesterday they cu- he, he they can't play forever. I know he has a real good diet and everything. No, and that's great. He but... doesn't. He doesn't make a ton of money either, does he? No. I think he his contracts is one is one of the weaker ones. But the the Colts back to the Colts they missed out because you have Luck's rookie contract for what four or five years. You have to be successful and build your team when you're paying when you're paying Luck a low percentage of your salary cap. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a difficult balancing act, regardless. But the Colts are not doing a good job right now. Yeah. Anytime you make a splash in free agency, there's a enhanced magnifying glass on you. I think the New York Giants are doing the right thing, and they are not making big splashes in free agencies with signing big wide receivers or anything like that. I know they're not doing that great. What's their record? I shouldn't even use them they, as an they actually They actually made some moves this past free agency. Okay, who though? What names? They, they're going to wow me. <laughs> no, seriously. I, if I, if I, you look know, it up, okay. there's like eight of them. Okay, but I'm, what I'm saying is, guys. is they hang around. Okay, they hang around. And every few years, they're going to be able to succeed. They're not spending tons of money. So they did? Did they? Are you bringing it up? No, no, I'm not bringing it they up. They got Prince Akamura. They still got Jason Pierre-Paul. Yeah. Olivier Vernon, I think. Okay. Uh, Janoris Jenkins. Okay. I think they might have got a running back, didn't they? But but you, what you need is a quarterback. Once you have a quarterback, that's the, the key. That is gold in the NFL, right? You got Eli. Yep. You got Luck. You got Cam. Then you need to manage the rest of your roster consistent with the, knowing that you have the quarterback position squared away. And you need to get him time. You need to get him a running game. If that's just, you know. Yeah. Uh, these teams just struggle. Like uh, Flacco, when Ravens win a Super Bowl, Flacco gets a huge contract, and then the Ravens take a step back. Or the Packers win the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers gets a huge contract, the Packers take a, take a step back. It's hard to build What about the Saints and Drew Brees? Yeah, or even the Colts right now. They paid... Luck, all Andrew that Luck, money. Andrew Luck threw 45 touchdowns one year. Remember then? Yeah. I think that was only two or three years ago. Ever since then, it's just been downhill, and Andrew has not been so lucky. <laughs> that was a pretty good one, wasn't it? Yeah. I thought so. Pretty creative. We're going to head to a break. We appreciate everyone tuning in to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Be sure to stay tuned. Steve and I will be right back. Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz here on 1450 WXVW. 
I'm Kelly Patrick alongside Steve Driver. Discussing all things in the world of sports this morning. Fortunately for us, there is no shortage of material to get to. I mean, hell, I just watched a riveting video of a baseball commentator doing his job on television on ESPN. Or maybe TBS. I think it was a Turner Sports Network. And Pete Rose was sitting next to him. And started, keep in mind, Pete Rose is a funny-looking, intense guy, 74 years old, something like that. And he starts, I think he was joking around, he started poking his head over to get his big, awkward head into the camera view and distract this guy doing his job. And that's the guy who has the most hits in the history of baseball. I mean, if that's not entertaining, I don't know what is. Yeah. Pete Rose screwing around on national television. His primary... What about Pete Rose's life? He's goofy, isn't he? I respect... Have, have you hey, seen his wife? Hey, does he deserve to be in the Balance Hall of Fame? Have you seen his wife? No. Let's look at his wife. What about her? Is she attractive? Oh, no. Come in, we can hit on the Balance Hall of, Hall of Fame later, because I, I, I thought of somebody. Well, does Pete Rose... That just popped in my head. Yeah. Why would he not? He bet that, on baseball. Does that... Does that... Does that... I mean, that's his primary mortal sin, right? Yeah. He bet on baseball. I think right now he's kind of just a tool, though, isn't he? Well, he sits around in Vegas He'll, and signs yes, autographs. That's anything. His, that's his primary income. You could bring him a picture of The Rock, and he will sign it for $5. <laughs> a picture of The Rock. Anybody. Oh, He'll here's sign his anything. wife. She's, she's attractive. <laughs> it's just an odd couple, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder how old she is. Let's see. <laughs> Kiana Kim is her name. She's a former Playboy model. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I'm glad they found love. But, Pete, let's see here. <laughs> you know what's funny is um, one of my close buddies, Joel, and his, his family went on his bachelor party. You know Joel. Yeah. And they're huge Reds fans. And they're partying, I think, somewhere in Cincinnati. I think they're in Vegas. And they just happen to run into Pete Rose. How cool would that be? If I could sit down and talk to and have some drinks with somebody, Pete Rose might be real high on my list. Right? Yeah. He has the most hits in the, mis- in the history of Major League Baseball. Baseball's been played for a long time. Pretty long time. He always has something to say, too. You know, about each Rose hits. Mm-hmm. He doesn't hold back. No, you're right. I love, I love his, yeah, he's 75 years old. He's three times, he won three World Series, 75, 76, and 80. I just can't stop looking at pictures of him and his wife together. <laughs> it's a cute couple. <laughs> I enjoyed seeing, he's a rare, a rare um, case of somebody who was born in Cincinnati, came up through Cincinnati, played for the Reds from 63 through 78. And then he went to the, the Phillies and Expos. He actually won a World Series with the Phillies. Played uh, with the Expos also. Came back to the Reds. But my point is, he's actually born and raised in Cincinnati and then had a, a great career for the Reds. Career, 303 batting average. I, I think he may deserve to be considered for the balanced Hall of Fame. And I know that that is going to wrinkle some feathers. Is that even a term, wrinkle feathers? Ruffle feathers. Ruffle, yep. Uh, sorry, ruffle feathers. Because he, he's, 
He's held out of the Baseball Hall of Fame for gambling on the sport. Are you looking at more pictures of him? Yes, I am. I I can't stop. Of him and his wife? Yeah. It's a cute couple. I don't think Pete Rose would be considered necessarily the best-looking guy in the world. No. (laughs) Um... So what, what's intriguing to you right now? I think I am surprised. It's an, it is an even year, and I felt the Giants would certainly, upon beating the, the Mets in the one-game series, Madison Bumgarner is a total stud. Johnny Cueto is a stud. Jeff Sermarja, although it was you know just barely over 500, I think maybe he was 12 and 10 this year. Yeah. Very talented pitcher. They've got Bruce Bochy. They've got Buster Posey. You know, they're, they're the Giants. Look, let's not get it ahead of they've ourselves. They've got Brandon, Bumgarner's Brandon pitching at game three. It's not over, you're saying? Yes. So I was thinking it for sure that it was see, that you, it, it was going to be the Giants defeating the Cubs in this NLDS. So you're saying that both. All right, so what you're what, – let me interpret what you're saying, Steve. You're saying that the – don't look past – that it's not over in either of these series. The ALDS between the Red Sox – and the Indians, the Indians are up 2-0. You're kind of predicting the Red Sox come back and win. No, I didn't say that. Okay. I think they could hold home field advantage, but I don't see them winning the series. Okay, so you think the Indians are going to win? Yes. Okay. But you're also saying that this, this Giants and Cubs series isn't over. Bumgarner, Game 3 in San Francisco. They're winning that game. And then Cueto, Game 4. How could they They could win both those games? Easily. Yeah, Cueto and Bumgarner are... Cueto, I love Cueto. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm a Reds fan. Um, that guy's a stud. And obviously, Madison Bumgarner's historically great. Yeah, and then, so, so it's not over. What are, what are your thoughts? That but, series is the most. That series is the most intriguing to me. The Chicago Cubs won 103 games. There's a lot of cup for base for non baseball fans. That's a lot. For there's a lot of Cubs fans here in the Louisville Southern Indiana market. There's a lot of Cubs fans everywhere. Everywhere, yeah, everywhere. They're yep. almost like the Steelers or Packer, Green Bay Packers or Yankees. They have fans everywhere. But the for people who follow the sport, it's been a hundred years. Since the Cubs won a World Series. And it's been what? Three, two, two years since the Giants won? Yep. So this is very intriguing if the Cubs can, in fact, knock off the San Francisco Giants in the National League Divisional yeah. round. But you have, you know, games three and four, Baumgartner, Cueto. So then it goes, say it goes game five. Are we just waiting for something bad to happen to the Cubs? Is that what you're predicting? No, I'm not. I think the Cubs will probably steal one in San Fran. Now, this conversation could take an interesting turn here. But for the next series, or this the World Series, yes, I'm waiting for a Cubs meltdown. We are kind of ignoring a couple series. The Dodgers and Nationals were postponed. I actually got to see the Nationals play in person this year. And last year I saw the, the Dodgers play in person, so I've got a little bit of interest there. What do you think of that series? Well, that Kershaw pitched game one. He was he was looking a little shaky, but they did get that win. Um, they were supposed to play last night, and you had a rain delay. I don't I don't think they ever ended up playing. No, it was postponed. 
So the Dodgers lead that series 1-0. Mm-hmm. And that Dodgers team has all sorts of talent just up and down the roster. Yeah, the Nationals are deep, though, too. Oh, yeah, Nationals, Dusty Baker, Bryce Harper. Yeah, and then the other series, Rangers, Blue Jays. Yeah, that's intriguing. Yeah. I mean, what about the storylines there? Jose Bautista, who I think is 38 or something like that, got legitimately punched in the face. Was that this year? Yep. Was that this season? Yes. Baseball's such a long... It's because that, uh, remember, his bat flip last year in the playoffs. Okay, yeah. So there's a long history yeah. of animosity between these two teams. Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzzline is 502-384-1450. We're going to head to the Buzzline now where we have our man Marcus is on the line with us. How you doing this morning, Marcus? I'm doing great. How are you this morning, Kelly? Doing great. We appreciate you calling in. What do you have for us? Well, I just thought I'd uh, chime in on a couple of things. I heard you talking about, uh, you know, football a few minutes ago. And, you know, the, the current thinking is, yeah, you have to have a quarterback as the foundation for your team, et cetera, et cetera, and then you have to build everything out. But I think you can ask some of the teams that are using that strategy how that's going for them, and they'd say, well, maybe we ought to do something else. You're right. I mean, the, you, you the, Bron- the Broncos the are doing great, and the quarterback is not an emphasis for them. Exactly. And, you know, I heard you mention Eli. Uh, Eli has years where he looks like a great quarterback. But Eli is not a guy that can carry a team. Uh, but, of course, the perfect example for that is right up the road. Uh, the Colts had Peyton Manning possibly the best quarterback that ever played for many years. Uh, then they thought that they were just going to get, pardon the puppies, but you already did it earlier, they thought they were going to get lucky when they got Andrew Luck and just replace one great quarterback with another. Well, I'm not saying Andrew Luck's not a great quarterback. I think he is. I like him. He's humble. He's very he's a decent sort of guy, it seems like. He's ugly. He's not one of these matinee idol quarterbacks, you know, that think they're the world's greatest gift to mankind. But he's not Peyton Manning. And you surround somebody with a mediocre offensive line, mediocre offensive talent, and no defense, uh, you can't make the excuse that Grigson tried to make last week and say, well, we can't have a defense because we paid Andrew Luck. Okay. It's tough to argue with that. I agree that luck is, at the very least, adequate in the NFL. He threw for 45 touchdowns in a season, and that wasn't that long ago. So you're not going to do much better than him. you got to be able to – if you're the general manager, that was a, a bad move on his part, in my opinion. He should be let go. Well, I agree. I kind of thought they would let Gregson and uh, Chucky Pagano go at the end of last season. And, you know, when you have an owner who has alcohol abuse and drug abuse problems throughout his life, uh, bad judgment exercise dozens of times, you have to question his judgment in making personnel decisions, and maybe that's a couple of errors that he should have corrected. But anyway, on to baseball, you guys are talking about the uh, the Cubby Bears and the Giants, and, uh, you know, the truth of the matter is, until the Cubs win something, they're a joke. Uh, do I think they'll beat the Giants? Probably a 2 nothing lead uh, in a division series is awful hard to overcome. Just ask the Boston Red Sox. I don't think they're going anywhere. And they were the second choice in Vegas to win the World Series. Uh, 
but the Cubs' problem has never been, you know, winning because they don't. The problem is not trying to gain fans because they take that lovable loser nonsense to an extreme. So they thought that they would change their image from lovable losers with the rotting, falling down, rat-infested dump of the stadium and a 108-year history of losing by bringing in Theo Epstein and, you know, crushing their roster and building from the minors and, them, you know, and through the draft. And they've done a great job of that. I'm not knocking But until they play independent series and win, and, I, you know, I just don't see it happening. I hate to tell them this, but the same guy that knocked them out of the playoffs last year, Murphy, he's still in the playoffs. He, he plays for the Washington Nationals. And I just have a feeling that that's going to be the next saga in the Cubs' long and sordid history. He'll show up and beat them again. Wow. Okay, well, Marcus, we appreciate your call. Thank you very much. Um, we look forward to hearing from you next week. H- have a great rest of your weekend, Marcus. Thank you. Good stuff there. I, I you know, he's predicting that maybe in the next round the Nationals get a piece of the Cubs. What do you think? Yeah, the, I mean, they have some work to do right now, but David Murphy. There's see, there's so many storylines. He's a beast. There's so many storylines in baseball. He had a historical. Postseason last year for the Mets. David Murphy. Okay. Then he goes to the Nationals. Everybody had almost thought that it was a, a one-year wonder type deal. And that he got hot. And that happens in baseball on occasion. But this year, he's one of the best players in baseball for the Nationals. And his numbers against the Mets, in particular, are just off the charts great. Are you looking him up? Oh, no. Is Daniel Murphy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I think it's David Murphy. Is it? Uh, there's a couple different Murphys. One of them used to be a, a outfielder for the Mets. Daniel Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy. Okay. Was he wasn't he up for the batting title this year? Yeah, he was. Along with, with the guy, um, uh, Brandon, the guy from Colorado. The the guy from Colorado. But there's also the guy. Um, let's see. Yeah, you're right. I think Murphy had the won the batting title this year. I don't think he did. See, the the Rockies sat that guy from Colorado about the the last week of baseball, so he could win the batting title. Seriously? Yeah. Isn't that's that, that's isn't that cheap. Yeah. Let's bring it up here. Um. So we've got that that series going on. The Nationals have not only Bryce Harper, but Daniel Murphy. The Cubs are. Have so much talent, though. We really can't ignore. I mean, they built that team. They have just top to bottom. They are loaded. Chris Bryant. What is it? Rizzo. Yeah. Um. Across the board. They across do. the board. They've got uh, even the one guy Hayward isn't bad. I yeah. know he's having a down year. Cubs fans aren't real high on him, but he's. You know, I do he's think talented. They, they probably have the biggest fan base, or the second to the Yankees, but. People are watching them, rooting for them, or you're watching, waiting for the train wreck. Implosion. Yep. No. Which is good TV. Yeah, I don't, okay, I don't believe in curses or things like that. Do you? Do you believe in ghosts? Absolutely. (laughs) Which answer? No, I don't. which, (laughs) Which, you don't believe in what? Curses or ghosts? Both. Aliens, you- though, I do believe in. <laughs> Seriously. Aliens? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. You think there's... Do some research on outer space, man. It's huge. I mean... I disagree. I don't think it's huge. <laughs> I think it's very minimal. It's enormous. No, no, no. I think outer space is very small. All right. Our galaxy, which holds the Earth and other planets... Okay. Right? Just our galaxy alone, Milky Way. They said there could be a billion other galaxies out there. Billion, Kelly. And we just think, oh, because there's not other life form in our galaxy alone, that there's none out there. That's ridiculous. Okay. I don't I don't have any opinions on that, honestly. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I don't believe in curses. I do think the, the Joe Madden, Theo Epstein. All right, take everybody's jerseys off of them. Let's see these games played in the nude. Let's see them. <laughs> no, what I mean by that is, what I mean is, if, if they weren't the Cubs, all right, pretend that they're not playing in Chicago under the name of the Cubs. Okay? Yeah. This is an extremely talented team with a great manager, yep. a great general manager. Why can they not? You, you, why do you think they'll implode? Just because they're the Cubs? Just because they have in the past, yes. But if they're playing in the nude, I mean, we don't, I don't believe in curses, but as soon as something, you know, game five, say it's tied up, something doesn't go their way, it has to get in the heads of some of the players that, oh, here we go again. So it could put, it puts added pressure on a, on a team. I do think the Cubs probably have enough talent to overcome that. What does it say about me that today I am more excited about watching the three baseball playoff games than I am any NFL? Is that bizarre? No. It's almost, it's almost uh, ta- taboo be- to say something like that in 2016 yeah. as a sports fan. I mean, we're talking more about baseball than we are the NFL. I'm probably going to be switching back and forth. What do you mean? You- well, I'm going to get two channels going, and then I'm going to hit last on the remote. I'm just going to keep on hitting last. Okay. Okay. I, I think just I can. Just go back and forth, I think back I can, and forth. I think I can wrap my head around that. Like simultaneously? Yep. Even through commercials? No, no, no. no I'm not going to have like two TVs next to each other. On. And you're going to have two remotes, and you're going to constantly be hitting the. All right. So we got one o'clock games, Patriots and Browns in Cleveland. I already said I, my gut says the Browns are somehow going to win that one. All right, I'm going to say that. Another 1 o'clock game is the Eagles and Lions in Detroit. Eagles have looked really good. Yep. Defense is really playing well. They've got the quarterback, Carson Wentz. Uh, they're 3-0 and against the Lions, who are 1-3. Thoughts? Uh, the, the Eagles have played some really bad teams to start the season. Okay, I, th- you think- I think they'll eventually come back down to earth. Okay. No, I don't know if it's going to be this week. Mm-hmm. Um, should be a competitive game. Got a matchup of one in three teams at 1 o'clock. The Bears and the Colts. Man, the Colts need this bad, don't they? They do. Indy is giving four and a half, so they're going to win. Uh, Vegas, Vegas. Usually I'll take anybody against the Colts. What do you think of the Bears? Who's Cutler doesn't even start, I think does Brian, he? I, th- I think he's hurt. I think Brian Hoyer is starting. He's not bad. No, but they have. I he, mean, he's not the type of guy who's going to carry the team. They had a receiver going down. Kevin White, Jeremy Langford is beat up. 
Okay. Colts will probably win that game. Or another, should win it. Another riveting matchup of a one and three Titans at the one and three Dolphins. The Dolphins are favored to win by three. Yeah, zero interest there. Okay. Another matchup of the Redskins who are two and two against the Ravens who are three and one. At Baltimore. Baltimore's obviously favored yep. by four. Again, the Ravens This is a pretty intriguing. The Ravens matchup. haven't played a tough schedule by any means. Are the Redskins a difficult schedule? Is Cousins No, the Redskins are a solid team. Um I think they're both about Norman. Yeah, but I mean not just him though. Still they have decent players all around, you know, one of those five hundred teams. It's gonna be a good game. I'll probably take the home team in that. Another one o'clock game. We got the the talk of the country. And arguably the hottest coach out there right now, not named Bill Belichick. Who do you think I'm talking about? Hottest. Let me see. I'm not talking about attractive. Oh. Um, I don't know who you got. Mike Zimmer in the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, yep. 4-0. 4-0. I'll always, for some reason, especially when on the airwaves in Louisville, when mentioning Mike Zimmer, I'll always remember the interview he gave after Petrino left. Atlanta, because Zimmer was on that staff. He was an assistant. I think he was the defensive coordinator for Petrino in Atlanta. Zimmer hates Bobby Petrino, hates him. And this was years afterward. He went on just a rant about how Bobby Petrino is the most deplorable human being he's ever encountered. And uh, he wouldn't, you know, I mean, just absolutely went on and on about a piece of garbage Petrino is. I don't agree with him. I mean, I don't know. I love, I'm a big Bobby Petrino fan. But Zimmer is proving when the Teddy Bridgewater injury occurred and they traded and they took so much flack, didn't they? Yep. They traded for Sam Bradford. Why are you trading? Idiot. Everybody was an armchair quarterback, right? Yep. Trading for Sam Brad- Bradford. Ha, ha, ha. Stupid. Now they're 4-0. Playing against the 3-1 and Texans who just lost J.J. Watt. Vikings are favored by six and a half. Yep. The Vikings have a stout defense. And Osweiler's been throwing some picks this year. Vikings are going to win this game. Is it in Minnesota? Yeah. They say that stadium, they have that brand new stadium. Mm -hmm. They said it's just so loud. Right. They built it to where... Isn't the rules that that impact... Because haven't certain teams been caught... For, um, yes, the Falcons pumped in some uh, some noise. noise, so they were speakers. recording noise and amplifying it. Yes, and I, uh, back in the day, the Seahawks have been. Um, I would do that. Oh, I would too. On defense, you press a little button and make it so the crowd just gets way louder. Yeah, they, just uh, to amplify everything. The Vikings said even on offense that they could hardly hear the snap count. What if they made it so that on on offense um, they could somehow turn the volume down on the crowd? <laughs> Is that po- I'm no scientist. Is that possible? I don't think so. All right. <laughs> I honestly think there may be technology that allows you to do that. The reason I say that is you can call someone on your phone, okay, and you can have um, the Waze app telling you directions, and you're talking to someone on your phone, and they, the Waze lady is on your phone telling you, turn left on Cedar, but the person you're talking to can't hear that. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> so I think there's some technology. I, if I were an owner... If I were an owner, I would look into it. So the Texans are 3-1. and one. I predict also the Vikings will win. Zimmer is the best coach in the NFL right now. Not named Bill Belichick. 
Another one o'clock game. The one and three Jets against the three and one Pittsburgh Steelers. What's what's the point spread on that? Nine. Give me Jets plus nine. Give it to me. Seriously? Yes. You think the Jets are going to win? I think they'll at least cover. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, in our eliminator challenge, we're in an eliminator challenge. Oh, are we? <laughs> I'm telling our listeners. We're in an eliminator challenge with the people from our fantasy football league. Yes. And I have a feeling. You want to explain what the eliminator challenge is? Eliminator challenge is um, you, it's a, you have to win each week or you're out of it. You can pick, you pick one w- team a week yes. and you can't use them again. Yep. You cannot use them again. Okay. Exactly. And who'd you pick this week? This week I chose the Steelers to beat the Jets. Everybody uh, else is choosing the, the, the Patriots to beat the Browns. How do, you, how do you know what everybody else is choosing? You can't see their picks. You told me you chose them. I did take the Patriots. Well, I'm going to put it on. I mean, that's definitely the biggest line. I think the Jets could possibly beat the Steelers. I don't. Did you see the Steelers play last week? Oh, gosh. They look so good. I the- mean, they look like they have just one of the best deep threat attacks. I think when you have uh, somebody like Antonio Brown... What are you going to do? Single cover him? But now they have. If you, if you double, if you double team him, then it just opens things up for other people. I mean, they have other weapons. And Le'Veon Bell is back. And D'Angelo Williams. They were, mo- is- they were moving him all over. He was splitting out wide. They're looking really good. I yes. know that was at Pittsburgh, but guess what? Today's game's at Pittsburgh, Steve. Okay. So the Steelers are going to win. Maybe, all right. Maybe I'll change my pick. I, I would recommend you do. No, actually, I'd recommend you don't because I want to win. 405 game, Falcons 3 and 1. Falcons are another team that are getting a lot of fanfare right now. We've got an entire second hour to jump into plenty of topics, but they're going against this is a big game. The 4 and 0 defending Super Bowl champions. Did you yes. know they won the Super Bowl last year? I did. Okay. Um 4 and 0 defending Super Bowl champions led by the starting quarterback of I don't know. Who is it? Are you talking about the Broncos? Yeah. Paxton Lynch will be starting today. Okay. Memphis? Yep. Um, Broncos are favored by four. But what about the Falcons thus far? Yeah. Did you see him last week? Julio Jones, 300 yards receiving. What's the most yards a a receiver has ever had? I I heard the other day that Julio Jones needs like 275 to break the two-game record. Okay. And I was just thinking... It might have even been more than that. So almost 600 yards in two games. I'm working on getting... How could you, who did that? I am working on getting Steve onto Twitter, and I think that you will get on Twitter soon. That's my prediction. But I pay attention to Twitter and follow a bunch of sports people. The fact that this was a legitimate question, or it was a question by a lot of people, who is better, a prime Randy Moss or a prime Julio Jones? That it was being talked about on Twitter by a bunch of people this past week. The fact that that's even being asked tells you all you need to know, right? Yeah. yeah. Julio Jones is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Seriously? Over Antonio Brown? Or A.J. Green? A.J. Green had a... Those are the three, right? I'd probably go... (sighs) Brown is just so fast. He is, but A.J. Green's so good, too. But Julio Jones, I mean... I don't know, man. It's those three. I don't even know who the fourth would be. We're going to head to a break... We appreciate everyone tuning in. Once again, the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line is 502-384-1450. Give us a call. Get in on the action. Steve and I will be right back.
Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz here on 1450 WXVW. I'm Kelly Patrick alongside Steve Driver coming at you as we do every Sunday morning from 9 to 11, talking all things in the world of sports. It's almost my therapy each week being on the air. Really cool opportunity. We get to go into every any type of direction really we want to. We have a lot of, we have a lot of flexibility thanks to Dugan Ryan, uh, the owner of the station here. We are the only... Locally owned sports radio station in the city of Louisville or Southern Indiana market, and we have to answer to one man, and that's Dugan Ryan, and 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 we we exploit that. We get to talk about really anything we want. Yeah, you want to get back in outer space? Or? I, what I'm what I'm getting at here is I don't believe in curses, but I want to get into outer space a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm looking to take what the second you, hour. What do you believe in? I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. I don't believe in any. I don't believe in the curses. I mean, the Red Sox won it a few times recently. Yeah. So I don't believe in curses. I don't believe in aliens. I don't believe in ghosts. I do, however, believe the world is flat. Fair enough. I'm sure you. I've I've you've done, done adequate. I've done adequate research, and I've determined the Earth is flat. Moving right along. We were talking a little bit about the Atlanta Falcons in the Denver Broncos last hour. Denver is favored to win by four. It's, it's in Colorado. But this has got to be the, the most intriguing matchup of the day, right? It seems like as much as, and Marcus made a good point about this earlier. I made the point earlier that once you have your quarterback situation figured out, you just have to manage the rest of your roster around that, right? Yeah. But the Broncos won the Super Bowl last year with a horrible Peyton Manning as quarterback. And now Trevor Simeon's their quarterback, but he's hurt now. And so now they have Paxton Lynch. Yep. Yeah. So it almost doesn't matter. Mark Sanchez Is Mark Sanchez on their team? No, he got traded. Okay. But it could almost be anybody who's adequate and, and um, mediocre yeah. with this, uh, you know, Von Miller in this entire the scheme of this defense is just amazing. You have to give John Elway some props because remember when Peyton Manning got there, they were the most potent offense yeah. in the NFL. They've really then, changed their identity. Yes, and then as he got older, he completely did you know, 180 and built his defense to be the best defense in the NFL. He just put together a good team. I mean, a really good team. Yeah. How long ago was it that they had Champ Bailey and Brian Dawkins? And I forget that. I think Champ might have played one year with Peyton, didn't he? I don't know. See, my, my sense of time gets a little mixed up, but um, maybe. But that was toward the end of his career. He wasn't the reason they were that elite, was he? No. Von Miller, 
Demarcus Ware, Brandon Marshall, their middle linebacker. Yeah. Danny Trevathan? Yeah. He got traded, but he was Okay. He um, was low. I mean He was a great he was a beast. Very yeah. legitimate cover uh linebacker. But, but he but just he really yeah. good in pass coverage and versatile. He could pat rush the passer also and, and run stopper, but he was a, a very versatile athlete. Yeah, Elway just makes some good moves. Like Demarcus Ware got him on the cheap. Um Russell Kung this offseason. Yeah. One of first round yes. pick. He got him for very cheap. Seems like he just doesn't pay, besides Von Miller, doesn't pay out for huge names. Von Miller has turned into one of the more marketable personalities across the NFL, right? Yeah, he has. He got busted for doing ecstasy one time, but hey, new big big deal. He raises chickens, doesn't he? Yep. How not it funny that you and I, we've never discussed that before, have we? You and no. I? That he raises chickens, but we know. That's what Von Miller does. Yep. That's his hobby. Hey, speaking of chickens, did you see uh, Jared Cook, I think it was for the Packers, found a chicken head in his uh, BW3's wings? <laughs> no. I look missed, it, I missed that up. one. Yeah. Jared? Okay. Is, is that their tight end's name? Yeah, because they got Jared Cook from um, the Rams. <laughs> That's on ESPN. Yeah, look, Packers cook. Look at the chicken head. It's so gross. Wow. I mean, I guess people, you know, when I'm eating chicken wings, I don't like to think that it's actually from an animal. But you do realize or it some is. some chicken got his head cut off for me to eat it. Just has a chicken head. Jared Cook made in his new- wings. This is an ESPN headline or a story. Jared Cook made news again Friday, and this time. It had nothing to do with the ankle injury that has kept him out of the Green Bay Packers lineup. In fact, it didn't have anything to do with football this time. It was about chicken wings. Or in this case, a chicken head. That's a good story. Do you see the picture? I'm bringing it up. I got an ad playing, but I'll I'll see it in a minute. He's got a fork in the bottom of the head just holding it up. (laughs) Okay, well, so that's interesting. Yeah. But the Packers... Have Von Miller has taken the, you know, a lot of teams win Super Bowls. Who's the most marketable guy off that team from last year? From last year, Peyton Manning. Well, obviously, Peyton Manning. But he, he was not good. He was like the worst quarterback in the NFL. You're right. So okay. Von Miller would probably be second. Yeah. All right, so, so we got them matched up today with the who, Falcons. Yeah, who are you going to take in that? Paxton Lynch his first start, um, the Falcons have been heating up. I don't know. I, 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 despite the Vegas line, I mean, what are you asking me? Who's going to win? Yeah, I'll. I think the Falcons probably. Yeah, I, mean, I do believe, even though it flies in the face of modern conventional wisdom, a la a chicken flying, chicken head. Um, I think you need a quarterback with some experience. Yeah, if it wasn't for Paxton Lynch's first start, but Trevor I'd, Simeon I'd had his take, first, I'd probably take the Broncos. Okay, but you're taking the Falcons also. Despite I, I that. don't know because you got to think that the Broncos are going to limit Julio Jones. Okay. Uh, you're. I mean, you have Von Mill. Is Demarcus Ware playing? No, I think he's hurt. Okay. All right, the next game is one that I hold very dear to my heart on CBS at four twenty-five. 
the two and two Cincinnati Bengals are at the Cowboys. Yeah. Th- three and one. This game should be televised. It is on C- locally CBS. Yep. Uh, two and a half. Two and a half point Bengals are favored by two and a half. I think that's a good line. What do you think? Yeah, I think I'll probably take the Bengals in this ba- one. Bengals need a win. Yeah. And they were one and two. They needed a win last week. They got it. Mm-hmm. And, and the Cowboys have, have taken some steps to shore up their defensive secondary, right? Yeah. But because it was they were horrible recently. Oh, yeah. Really bad. I think the uh Des Bryant will be out this week again. That's right. How big is that? It hurts. I mean, they still got Jason Witten and a couple of Terrence Williams. Yeah. Dak, uh, Dak has been playing well, though. No Dak, turnovers. Uh-huh. I don't think he's thrown an interception this year yet. That's a big one for me. That I mean, this is the one of the more exciting days of sports coverage. Outside of any local action, but for a sports fan, I think, there's you know, it's not the Reds or Louisville or Kentucky. It's not college basketball or college football, but... MLB playoffs all day, and then just some legitimate NFL action. If if you don't have a a, a reason to tune in, then you're not a you know you're not a traditional American sports fan. If you don't like MLB postseason or the NFL, yeah, I, I you're probably not listening to us. I don't trust you if you don't like either of those two. Four twenty five. Also, the Bills two and two. Against the Rams, who, of course, are 3-1. and one. Everybody predicted that, right? Yeah. We watched Hard Knocks. We predicted that. What about this? Heck of a defensive staff they have, really. Remember I said that while watching? Yep. Is they have Greg Williams, who we have um, sung the praises, uh, or I have built up in the past, my theory or my hypothesis that to win in the NFL, you got to have bullies. you got to have guys who are not very nice. It's a bully league. and it's a, um, If you have Saints and choir boys, you're not going to go very far. Greg Williams is their defensive coordinator for the Ram- Los Angeles Rams. He is the guy who was instrumental and was the, the driving force behind the Bounty Gate scandal for the, I think it was 2009... Super Bowl winning New Orleans Saints. He would put money out in the locker room and say, if somebody hurts Brett Favre, I'm going to give you $3,000 cash. You appreciate this too, don't I'm, you? I'm not saying I think that's good. I think you I, like him for that. I reason. also do not think it's good that the uh, their opponent, Richie Incognito for the Bills, is a bully. And there are tons of racist comments and things like that. No, I don't think that that stuff's good. But I... Yeah, I don't think that humanity is necessarily always fair. I think that in foot in the sport of football, if you go out there, these are six foot five, three hundred and ten pound men who can run really fast and are just as lean as possible. These are, in the truest sense of the word, I don't want to say warriors because they're not right. Yeah, they're not in the military, but they are animal. I mean, these guys are absolute. Gladiators. Yeah, they're at the they're gladiators. top of their game. They're the biggest, strongest, fastest humans on the planet. And if you're not embracing a very aggressive style, I don't think you're going to win. And Greg Williams and Mike Singletary is a defensive assistant. 
on that Rams defensive coaching staff, they're having success. I think it's wild. I think Greg Williams had a one-year suspension, and now yeah. he's back in the NFL, yep. and he is doing well. Jeff Fisher's running the show, head coach. The Bills are also playing well now. What time is that game at, Kelly? That game is 425 Eastern time. Okay. It's a big one. Or it's an intriguing game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Buffalo's favored by a point and a half in Los Angeles. Wow, Los An- really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Los Angeles is interesting because it's Los Angeles, and this is the first year since like 92 that this, the city of Los Angeles has had an NFL team. Guys like LeBron James, right, randomly show up in the crowd. There's always some storyline beyond the sport. Even the Knicks, I'm sorry, even the Clippers, historically have Billy Crystal always going to the games. Yep. You know? Um, and obviously you got the Lakers, not just Jack Nicholson, but there's other guys. And it's just a, a, an event. That's where all the stars of the, from the entire world go to, you know? Seems. New, New York is in a similar light, but not to the point of Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood is um, the center of the entertainment world. We have the nice weather as well. mm -hmm. So we got that game at 425. Another 425 game is the Chargers, who are 1-3, against the Oakland Raiders in Oakland. Yeah. The Raiders are favored by 3.5. I'm actually starting in my fantasy league. I don't want to get too much into the specifics of my team and stuff like that. But I'm starting today... Derek Carr over Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton's out. Yeah. Concussed. Concussed. I, I decided to, because he was uncertain. Yeah. But regardless, Derek Carr's doing really, really well. Very well, yep. And this Raiders team, they've, what do they have on defense? Khalil Mack? Yeah. Um, they, their offense, though, has been keeping them afloat because I think their defense has been giving up some points. Who they got on offense? Late. Michael Crabtree? Michael Crabtree's been tearing it up. The other guy from and Alabama? Have, uh, Mari Cooper. Amari Cooper. But then they have this uh, Seth Roberts as well who's been really well. Cooper hasn't even been the best receiver on the team. I, I know Crabtree's consistently producing. Yeah, he had three touchdowns last week. <laughs> Derek Carr's just been lighting it up. But... Y- the Chargers also have a decent team. They shouldn't be one and three. I no, think they, I, I they agree. let some some wins, you know, slip through their yep, fingers. Yeah, like I helped you out with that. That slipped. Th- what was it I said earlier? Wrinkled feathers. Yeah, wrinkled feathers. Yes, I'm I'm on top of those, man. Yeah, those are important for radio. Ruffled yeah. the feathers, slip through your fingers. Skin. I said skin of your teeth yep. at one point. Math magician. Math magician. <laughs> it's a good way to test if, if somebody you know thinks you're really dumb. Is say something like math magician in front of them. And if they look you right in the eyes and they say, hey, man, it's mathematician. Then they think you're really dumb. Right? Yep. I think that's a, a, a solid rule of thumb. Okay, moving along. 8.30 game tonight. New York Giants are two and two against the Green Bay Packers. I'm looking forward to this. They're two and one. Green Bay's favored by seven points. Uh, it's at Green Bay. Yeah. 
Eli's been uh, who they play last week. He's been he's him and Odell Beckham. That connection has been um, struggling this season. I don't think Odell has a touchdown. We've seen him get frustrated. They lost to the Vikings. Yeah, the big story around the NFL has centered around Odell Beckham quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, he really has. I was saying Von Miller. If we're talking about stars in a post Peyton Mar- Manning era, obviously Tom Brady, but Von Miller's up there. O- Odell Beckham Jr. is up there. Yes. But we've seen him lose his cool. Oh, yeah. I think defensive players have caught wind of, wind of this and really have been trying to aggravate him, and it's been working. But um, the Packers' secondary is one of the weakest in the NFL. I'm curious to see if Eli plays pretty well against them. You never, I, 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 it's always difficult for me. I, when doing my pickums for this week, I thought about taking the Packers over the Giants. It's a seven point line. I mean, that's yeah. that's a that's a big one. Yeah. But it's difficult for me to ever really bank on the Giants losing. Yeah, and they have a lot of injuries in the secondary, I believe. The Giants do. Yeah. It should be a shootout, though. That's why I'm kind of looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I think the Packers have the 29th-ranked uh, pass defense. Is there any way I can tie the shootout reference into Jason Pierre-Paul and the firework accident? No. No. Not really. Yeah, he should, he should, Regardless, he should be careful. This game should be really exciting. Probably a lot of fireworks, you know? <laughs> yes. So that, that wraps up our, our um, NFL... Actually, we've got Monday game tomorrow, 8.30. Jameis Winston and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 1-3 against the Carolina Panthers, who are also 1-3. Panthers are favored by 4.5. Yeah, whoever loses this one is in trouble. Yeah, is going to the bottom of the division. Division matchup. Um I think a lot of people thought the Buccaneers were going to take the next step this year. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of talent. But people also thought the Panthers, you know, would be just as good as last year. They got their number one receiver back healthy. You only lost Josh Norman. 33-year-old Derek Anderson will be starting. Yeah, and their defense looks terrible. You lose that Norman guy, right? Yeah, but you still have, you know, Thomas Davis, Luke Keekley. Mm-hmm. Two big defensive tackles. But losing a shutdown corner is always difficult. Yeah. Insurmountable almost, right? Yeah, can you imagine if the Panthers go to one and four? There's that curse, right? And that, Hey, I don't, I don't believe in curses. The Super Bowl curse? The, yeah, the team who loses the Super Bowl. I, I thought it was th- wins it. If you win it, you don't make the playoffs the next year. No. Yeah. Steve, I'll, I'm looking this up. That's going to take you a while, man. No, that's not the curse, all right? I know curses. I don't believe in them. But you know them. But I'm very knowledgeable. <laughs> the Super Bowl curse or Super Bowl hangover is referring to one of three things. What's that? Drinking too much? It's, it can be um, Super Bowl. Yeah, when you go to a Super Bowl party, you wake up the next day. You don't feel good. Referring to one of three things. Super Bowl participants that follow up with lower than expected performance the following year. So it covers both. 
Okay. Teams that do not repeat as Super Bowl champions. Yep. And host teams of the Super Bowl that do not play the game on their own home turf. I thought it was the the team that lost, but regardless, it, it appears Cam Newton and the I mean Rodney, the, Rivera and the Buck and the um, Panthers can still turn this around. It's yeah, early because They're, only the Falcons are really playing well. I think the Saints have a weak record as well. If they win tomorrow, it's a big game. It's a big statement. The Panthers. Oh yeah, yeah. Same goes for the. What, what is that? Both the NFC South, right? Yep. Buccaneers and yeah, you're right. So also the Saints. What's the Saints yeah. record? I bl- I thought they were. They're not playing. They must not be three. playing this week because we did not discuss yeah. them. I think they may, might have been one and three. We're gonna head to a break. We appreciate everyone tuning in. This morning, once again, the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line is 502-384-1450. Be sure to stay tuned. Steve and I will be back, and we will, in farther detail, discuss curses, the moon landing, and the world being flat. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz here on 1450 WXVW. I'm Kelly Patrick alongside Steve Driver. Talking all things in the world of sports as we do every From 9 to 11. We went through the NFL score. Steve, what else is intriguing? We haven't really went through every Major League Baseball series. What else is out there right now? There's a lot of storylines. College football implications. I feel, I actually feel... We don't talk much about the Big Ten. You're you're an Ohio State fan. Yes, I am. And we are taking pride here in the city. The Louisville market is being relevant now. Yep. And we are. Yes, you are. Um, so, storylines of top elite programs and conferences are relevant to us all of a sudden. What's going on in the in the Big Ten? Obviously, it's it's a two horse race. Yes, it is. You have uh, Ohio State and Michigan. They will play each other at the end of the year. So it kind of doesn't matter if one of them slips up before that game. If if Michigan has one loss or Ohio State has one loss, because they will play each other. Regardless. And that will be the, the tiebreaker, yes, to get into the Big Ten championship game. They both have looked really well. The pepper sky for Michigan's really good. Yes. JT Barrett's playing real well. Yeah, for Ohio State. Peppers plays safety, linebacker, takes direct snaps, does kick returns. He'll probably be up for the Heisman this year. Um, and Ohio State has a young team that's getting better each game. They uh, Indiana played them pretty tough yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Barrett didn't look too hot. But his I'm, numbers were good. Yeah, I'm he not, ran the ball well. I've never been big on JT Barrett. I think he's a product of playing in Urban's offense around great athletes. Don't they have another quarterback, though? No. I, they, they left. They have a redshirt. Yeah, Cardale Jones left, got drafted right. by the Bills. What round was he taken in? 
I think maybe the third or f- okay. maybe later than that, okay. I think. But, Cardell um, Jones, and then the other guy's gone too, obviously. Yeah, Braxton Miller. Yep. Where did he go? He plays for the Texans. Okay. What round? Wide receiver. I think he went in the second. Okay. Third, maybe. Was so it? Ohio State, who once had once had a, a plethora of talent at the offensive, you know, at the quarterback position. Yeah. Now, now they're relying on JT Barrett. Yeah. They do have other weapons, though. I mean, they have great offensive talent. Okay. But Barrett. Anybody notable that will be drafted? Uh, Curtis Samuel right now. What position? When it comes to all-purpose yards is top 10. Running back. In college football, yeah. Running back, wide receiver. Uh, they have a redshirt freshman running back who will be good in a couple of years. He's good right now, but he'll be, you know, elite. Who else? What about Nebraska? Um, I'm not. I really haven't followed them too much. But um, five and zero. Oh. Yeah, Wisconsin's ranked ahead of them in one of the poll, polls. Coach's poll. Wisconsin's four and one. Yeah, I think Ohio State has to play both of those teams as well. And those are those are pretty traditional Big Ten, uh, right? Yep. Uh, Smash mouth. Not the band, but the good defense. Style. Yeah, run the ball. Before the show started, we were talking about Oregon. Golly, how much have they fallen off? Yep. There are a lot of programs. That entire conference, right? Yeah. And we were kind of last show relating Louisville to Oregon when they came out of nowhere. Yeah. You're you're never immune to hitting a a a, a lull, right? Yeah, Penn State. I mean, the list goes on and on. I can look across these big conferences. Um, it's easy to do. USC. Does Penn State fit the bill? They're four and two. It's been a while since they were good, though. Oregon was elite. But they never won a national title, though. Louisville is becoming elite. Louisville is is. I would say if there's a a mold that Louisville is going after, it's Oregon. Especially uh, in this back to Petrino prolific offense oriented style, yeah. And obviously, a different style of offense, but Chip Kelly and, and what they did, and, and hopefully Louisville can. What was the pinnacle of of Oregon? They lose in the national championship game. Yeah, they they've lost twice in the national championship That's right. game, haven't they? Yeah, to Auburn and Ohio State. Okay. Yep. So I'd probably say maybe maybe against Auburn that was a p- pinnacle. Mar- Marcus Mariota was at the top, but that was you know Chip Kelly already left at that point. How has Mariota been doing? I think halfway decent. Let's bring that up. I I don't know. You, earlier when I mentioned the Titans, you said I'm not interested in the talking about that game. Yeah, I'm just not. No, I believe you. I mean, I, I, that's all right. You know, I, what we want to talk about on the weekend sports buzz is intriguing stories. Jim Harbaugh to Michigan is intriguing. Urban Meyer at Ohio State, those are two. I mean, college basketball, say what you will about it on a national level. My friends in Florida laugh at me for talking so much about college basketball on our show. I know we haven't discussed it at all today, but across the country, college basketball isn't that big of a deal. No. But what it does have going for it, is it has personalities in the coaching ranks. 
right? Yeah. You know the coaches' names. You know where they're at. Coach K's at Duke. Roy Williams at North Carolina. Bayheim, Calhoun, Bobby Knight. You know, the, that's how it works. Football's not quite like that. Right? No, there's only about four or five. Of those type situations? Yeah. Who? Who? Saban, Saban, Meyer, Harbaugh. Meyer and Harbaugh are new revelations on the scene. Right? Who else is up there? Beamer? He's gone. Yeah, I, I know a lot of college coaches. Okay, but, yeah. Mark Rick, Gus Malzahn. It's tough, man. I mean, you, you if you don't win a title, you're basically getting fired, right? Yeah. I I mean, you, Charlie Strong in Texas. You think Charlie Strong deserves to be let go? They're talking like he's already he's already going gone. To be I, let I know, go but do you think is, is that warranted? Man, he's getting really good recruits. I'd I'd keep him around. Uh, I think a lot of you know t- Texas Southern State old bunny boosters. I don't I don't think they want him around anymore. I'd give him some more time. Even uh, Brian Kelly in Notre Dame, they just lost again this weekend. Uh, Notre Dame's struggling. I think Brian Kelly needs to let go before Charlie Strong. In my opinion, Kelly, I don't know how you feel. Yeah, no, it's a difficult situation that he came into. Yeah. Um, Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line is 502-384-1450. We're actually going to head to the buzz line now. We have a caller, John, on the line. John would like to talk to us about college football. How are you this morning, John? I'm Pitt. How are you? <laughs> Doing great. What, what, what do you have for us this morning? Jim Calhoun is not a coach in college basketball anymore. Get this at right, damn it. <laughs> what did he say? I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe corrected me on Bobby Knight being not being a coach anymore. I think. Oh he said no, Calhoun. no, I, Calhoun. Yeah, yeah. I know Calhoun's not a coach anymore. I also said Bobby Knight, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> You're just saying there's prominent names. I in thought college he basketball. said he wanted to talk about football. He just tricked me. I think he might have dropped a cuss word, curse. Yeah, word. but it wasn't. It was not a. It wasn't one. It wasn't a good one. It wasn't one of the good ones, yeah. Regardless, though, we appreciate the participation, John. What a Thank loser. You. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I wish he would have been a little more articulate. It's tough for me to talk to him a little bit. Yeah. But um, I like the participation. He clearly thought that, that, I didn't, stupid. that I didn't know Kevin Ollie is the coach of Connecticut, right? And not only is the, the coach, Kevin Ollie's won a title. I know that Calhoun's not the coach at Connecticut. That's all right, though. Hey, you can't please everybody, Steve. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be people that disagree that we landed on the moon. <laughs> or that the Earth is flat. I bet John isn't aware that the Earth is flat. John, Oxmoor Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, Ram Buzzline, 502-384-1450. The Earth is flat. Do you have any input on that? So moving along, Charlie Strong... Um, he threw me off, man, because he said he was going to talk about college football. Um, Charlie Strong right in there. He is getting yeah. good recruits. And I was saying uh, Brian Kelly lost again this weekend. Did you see that for Notre Dame? Yeah. 
But who are you going to bring in? Right? I'm letting Brian Kelly go. I'm I'm I'll keep Charlie Strong there. But I I do say it's probably easier for Texas to get a big name coach than Notre Dame. What do you think? Because of the fertile recruiting ground? Yeah. More money probably. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. Notre Dame has a monopoly on the television market, and television contracts are what... So does Texas, though. They have their own network. They have their own network. Okay, those are probably two of the most profitable programs in the country. Yeah. Right? So you should be able to get whoever you want. For both of them. So if... Well, whoever you want, though, is a relative term, because you're not getting... Everybody knows John Gruden is the one guy that everybody wants. Am I wrong? I guess so, and yeah. I mean, you want Nick Saban or Jim Harbaugh or Urban Meyer, somebody who's proved it at the college level, right? That's yeah. what you want. But beyond those three, who would Notre Dame bring in? Les Miles, Tom Herman. What if they brought in Les Miles? They were just fired by LSU. I don't know. Maybe he'd do okay. If he's won a title, I would hire him. I, don't, I just don't know who you bring in. So much of it is a coordinator. That's what I'm saying. Kirby I, Smart was a good coordinator for yeah. Alabama, right? Yep. Maybe Lane Kiffin gets another job. <laughs> no way. You think? I bet you he can get a job. Yes. After what he did to Tennessee? Yep. You remember what he did to Tennessee? Yeah, I still think somebody would hire him. Te- <laughs> That's amazing. Maybe not Texas. But Charlie Strong is getting top 10 recruiting classes year in, year out. I'd give him another chance. How long has he been there? Maybe three, four years? All right, we're going to try to give John one last chance. He knows he can't cuss. John, what do you have for us? First off, the earth is a circle. <laughs> Who? The and earth is a circle. Everybody knows. Okay. John Gruden had coaching him. Agree to disagree. Kelly, listen to him on the TV. Listen to what he said. He's not coaching again. John Gruden. Okay. No. Okay. Well, that was relevant comments. So yeah, John can yeah. keep calling back in. He's right. Gruden is not is not going to come back. But that's who everyone would want. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Why would he come back? I wouldn't if I were Gruden. I appreciate the hostility and yeah, everything. Yeah, he doesn't like you, man. That's okay. I, he keeps calling in. That's cool. Thank you, John. Oxmoor Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, and Ram Buzzline is 502-384-1450. John thinks the earth is a circle. Hey, that, that's agree, an opinion. agree to disagree. That's an opinion. We all are entitled to our own opinions. I've got a lot of opinions John and I probably don't see eye to eye on. That's all right. John Gruden probably isn't coming out of the commentary booth. Good for him. But that doesn't change the fact that he would be at the top of everybody's list. I don't know who, I I guess what I'm saying is, I do not envy the job of anyone. I mean, Bobby Petrino may be somebody who's on some of these lists. I agree, yep. There's been so much buzz about, and I I, I agree also with the Tim Sullivan of the Courier-Journal column and all the other uh, commentary that has shown he's not going anywhere. Bobby Petrino's not going anywhere, I don't think. But that doesn't mean that he's not receiving interest from these other programs. I don't know. If you say Lane Kiffin could be, are you serious? Because you're a national college football fan. You're an Ohio State fan. You follow the Big Twelve. Even you, you know, you think Lane Kiffin may be in the running for one of these top jobs? I don't think Texas or Notre Dame, but 
another team? Yeah, absolutely. You have to think Bobby Petrino is thought of in a higher light than Lane Kiffin. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with you, and I don't. I don't agree with you that he is a, a guarantee to stick around at, at Louisville. You don't think he is? No, man. He showed that he'll bounce on anybody at any given time. <laughs> Clearly, he has but, a track record of that. He'll leave a note in the players' lockers. Yeah. Sorry, I'm out of here. Something better comes along. Well, it's happened in the past. I'm just saying that... This seems a little different because, you know, he got a second chance. Mm-hmm. And look at Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong left, and yeah. how's he doing? No, he's... Getting ready to be fired. He, what's going to happen to Charlie Strong? Oh, he'll get another job quick. Head coaching job? I think so. Iowa State, or he'll I probably mean. wait for one of those Florida jobs. Open All right, up. actually, you know what? I misspoke earlier. Tom Herman's the number one choice for everybody. Am I wrong? No. Okay, so he is he ahead of Gruden? Do all these programs want the Houston coach? I don't think Gruden is realistic to. College. Anymore. He's not. He's never coached. No. In college, but he, he's okay. Tom Herman, though, of of Houston, has to be the top guy, right? Yeah. Lane Kiffin, you think deserves to be in this conversation? He's still the offensive coordinator for the the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, he's not at the top of the list, but he will Who get is? another T- job. Top offer. of the list is Tom Herman of of Houston. Yes. Anybody else? That's tough to say. I'm looking at the rankings. Less miles. I'm looking at the rankings. Boise State is up there. From outside of the big conferences is how you have to kind of look for some of these guys, right? Yeah, an up-and-comer. Houston's Tom Herman. Les Miles is definitely going to get another job. If he wants. If I were him, I may take the Gruden route and be a commentator. He's very well-spoken. He sounds like a pro wrestler. Yeah, he's pretty animated. I could see him prime for a 20-year stint. On on commentary. I read some articles that said he wants to coach. Really? And that's it. He says, I don't play golf, tennis, any of that stuff. I just want to coach. I do not. I cannot relate to that. These jobs are not easy. Well, you work a lot like of hours. Six million a year, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure I would helps. accept the jobs, but I think I would rather be a commentator and then find some hobbies. I do jujitsu. I enjoy that. He can't find some hobbies. That's his issue. He can't do a work-life balance thing where he, he's on television or radio. Even if it's on a low level and you're making some good money, and then you have some hobbies, maybe. I don't. I, I know this is a radical suggestion. Maybe spend some time with your family. <laughs> I hate to be the guy who says that. I know it's really polarizing. But why doesn't Les Miles uh, spend some time with his family or grandkids? Or but something? you have to admit, he's at the top of the list. No, I don't think he is. I think Tom Herman is. Okay, but I'm top. He's, he, at the he's t- near the top. Yes. Okay, he's 62 years old. Let's see. All right, let's see. How, how old do you think Tom Herman is? I don't know, 45? He's pretty young. Younger than that? 40? I'm bringing it up here. But, you know, he could be waiting. He had a chance to leave last year. They're talking the Big 12 could possibly expand. He's 41. Houston could get into the Big 12. I'd rather do that, man. I'd rather, you know, Houston gets in the Big 12. I stay there for a really long time, and then I'm a legend. Mm-hmm. Instead of going from team he, to he team. He makes $3 million a year. 
Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's good. Houston is very fertile. You know, you're in the state of Texas. Yeah. What if I randomly said, yeah, Houston, you're in the state of Tennessee. And you were like, no, 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 no. It's Texas. Oh, my bad. That's opinion, man. (laughs) Agree to disagree. Um, So he's 41 years old. So coaching carousel is always a topic. Major League Baseball playoffs are today. Chicago Cubs, that's the intriguing storyline for me. Chicago Cubs are on the cusp of knocking off who, in my opinion, is the biggest threat to win the World Series. San Francisco Giants. Fair enough. We've got that. That series is in action right now. But today the games are 1 o'clock. Los Angeles Dodgers against the Nationals. Rich Hill against Rourke for the Nationals. Um... Four o'clock, we have your Indians and Red Sox. Clay Buckles. It's it's in Boston though, yeah. so so it's a it's a home game, first home game of the series for the Red Sox. You would think that that Boston's favored to win this. Yeah. Then we got seven thirty, the Rangers and the Blue Jays. I like the Blue Jays. I actually got to see them in the preseason play this year. Yeah, they've got a lot of talent. Not only Jose Bautista. But they've got the the last year's oh, American American League MVP, Josh Donaldson. Yeah, and uh, Encarnacion, Edwin Enc- Encarnacion. They've got a lot of talent. Um, Justin Smoke, the first baseman. They've got um, uh, uh, Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah, um, I think the list just goes on and on of other names. I I'd think- like to see if the Rangers know that they're about to get swept. Okay. Out of the playoffs. I'd like to see a fight. <laughs> That's always in the cards for actually happening in you baseball. You have the Odor, um, Batista fight that happened earlier this year. I mean, there's some there's some drama between these teams. Just like a benches clearing fight? Yeah. It's, going, punch- it's going back to Toronto, and Toronto is pretty rowdy. We saw, you know, we saw him throw a beer, beer can at the left fielder's head. Baseball is a wild sport because stuff like that can happen. So many guys out there, and I think a lot of them are pretty tough, kind of a rough crew. Yeah. I got to walk out on a Major League Baseball field in the middle, at the beginning of a game when my dad threw out the first pitch six years ago. And I remember looking into the dugouts, and just a bunch of mean-looking, tattooed-up, strong yeah. guys. That, that's a... a, a you don't get the feeling you. At least I didn't get the feeling I could go in there and fight any of them yeah. and win. Have you seen Mike Napoli? No, he is one of the scariest looking dudes. See for the your Indians. Yeah, it's, let He's me take. A, he just looks so mean. Really, yeah. a lot of baseball players do. The guy who hit that big um, game winning hit for the I think his name was. Um, I'll bring it up here for who? What team? For the the um, Giants, Gillespie, he was interviewed after the game, and very bizarre guy. He looked like he couldn't even smile. Like, yeah, these guys are intense. I don't know if they're all on amphetamines still, but I, th- I honestly think a lot of them are. I mean, it's an interesting, very focus-driven sport where a lot of them are um, just intense. Well, if you have a prescription, it's okay, right? <laughs> It's legal. A lot of people out there have prescriptions to Adderall, and they take it every day. Yeah. 
and they also are major as league long baseball as the player. doctor prescribes it that means it's okay yep well i mean i all right there's mike napoli he's tough looking yeah he he's is. got a big beard also i'd like to see somebody charge them out against smarja <laughs> why because Samarja played wide receiver, you think he's automatically a real good athlete? Well, he used to be he used to box too, right? No, I think you're confusing uh, Tom Zibikowski, yeah. the safety for the, yeah. in the same era. Am I wrong? Same team, right? Same, yeah, same era of Notre Dame football. Brady Quinn, yeah. Charlie Weiss. Am I wrong? I think that's the name. Tom yeah, Zibikowski. Yeah. You're right. I uh, thought he boxed. No. I doubt he. I mean, how would you, right? How would you have time to do all that? Amphetamines. <laughs> I think it's very impressive what Samarja has done. He could have played in the NFL. And even if he's a journeyman, 500 pitcher in Major League Baseball for 10 years, he made the right decision. Far fewer injuries. More money. He would already be out of the NFL. Probably. How old do you think he is? I mean, he may still be around. Every once in a while, still, a receiver. But he's, he's pitching game three. You know, yeah. he's the third man in the Giants rotation. Yeah. No, he, he's very impressive. It definitely um, worked out. In your six favor. foot six. 31 years old. His nickname? Guess what his nickname is? Smarge. That sound that would be a cool one. I like the, the sound of that. His nickname is The Shark. Nice. That's a pretty cool nickname. I, I'm tempted to have that be my nickname. I kind of like Smarge better. Look, I didn't realize he played for the A's. And then he played for the White Sox for a year. Cubs, right? Well, he started out with the Cubs. Look. Oh, his father was a semi-professional hockey player. But he definitely made the right decision. Oh, I think I would recommend for my, you know, my son, always go baseball. Every once in a while, somebody chooses football over baseball. Russell Wilson was drafted. Tom Brady was drafted. Are you going to let your son play football? I would, yeah, if you really want to. Even at a young age? Sure. Fifth grade? Sure. Peewee? Sure. I think... uh, I'm going to hold off, man. You ever watching these videos of like 10-year-olds just knocking each other out? No, I haven't done that, Steve. They're out there, man. I believe it. I haven't ever. I've it's never scar- searched. It's scary. <laughs> That's too young to be taking some some headshots like that, I think. But how hard are the other 5-year-old or the other 5th graders hitting them? Drilling them, man. Knocking them out cold. Now, if they were playing against high school seniors, I would say no. No, some of these kids are just more developed than others. How much is your kid really going to miss out? Not if, playing? If he doesn't play till freshman year if of he high just school. Po- okay. That makes sense. I don't know if his mother will let him play. So I'm, And I don't know if I'll put up a big fight, to be honest. But if it were up to me, you're asking me, I'd let him play. Been a great show. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Steve and I will be back next Sunday from 9 to 11 with more of the Weekend Sports Buzz. Move back with your little bunny on, man. You ain't saying that. Move back. Move back with that little bunny on. Come on, Brad. Bring your black on and up. Come on.